I wanted to just uh, mention this. Um, you know, we all look at our lives and we see, you know, during our lifetime we have family, friends, associates, different people pass at different times during their lives. And it's always, um, you know, I guess a, a real sadness because of the separation that goes on between us and those we love, those we cherish, those we have a certain relationship with. I know I, I have uh, experienced that myself from from uh, a deep a deep commitment to another person all the way up to some people that I've known over the years. And I was reading this morning in uh, the scriptures, and the fact is is that we have to look at the passing of ourselves, not so much in the uh, negative way, but that it's like um, in a marriage in, in the old in the um, in the way the Hebraic things talk about uh, marriage. There was a period of time in which there was a betrothal before the husband came to get his bride and bring her to his home uh, for the marriage to be consummated and to, you know, begin a, a real life together. And we have to look at our lives here on earth in that same way. See, God is married to us. There's an intimate relationship. Once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're in a very intimate relationship with God. And it's whether or not you develop that relationship by your prayer and your time alone with God. And so in that process... We're actually in a betrothal. So this lifetime that we spend here is waiting to be united with God and the marriage feast that will take place when we leave, each of us leaves. And that's very important to realize that our life is a time in which we are getting prepared to be in love for eternity. We have love relationships now and that we experience and that are beautiful but there is coming a day when we will have eternal love and be with those that we have loved here on earth as well as being with our God who is love. Our prayer focus today, <clears throat> repent of any anger or hatred toward those who have lied or deceived us in our walk in faith to follow Jesus. Heavenly Father, we come to you making this day a special day of repentance and forgiveness, especially towards those who have been false shepherds and those who have instructed us and led us into error in our search for the truth, especially in being made disciples of your Son, our Lord Jesus the Christ. Father, we humbly admit our guilt of being angry, resentful, and upset by the lies and deceit that was used to lead us into either false worship or taking on errors that were not the message of your sacred scriptures. Father, we admit that our hearts at times get overwhelmed with thoughts of hate and resentment when we have been misled. Forgive us for any evil intent we feel towards these false teachers and guides in our lives. When we become aware of the deceit, we are hurt and feel foolish that we could be so misled. But Lord, forgive us for our lack of truly seeking to know the truth and to discern the lie from the truth. Now that we are aware because the Holy Spirit is revealing more and more of the truth to us, 
We are so grateful for the opportunity to change. But, Lord, release us from any hate, resentment, or ill will toward those who have misled us, whether it be our parents, teachers, or those who call themselves pastors or shepherds or teachers of the gospel. Father, remove from my heart all the transgressions of iniquity you find in me, so that I may be pure of heart now in my walk in the new wine you are pouring out on us this day. Yes, we walk away from all these false religions and false rituals and false leadership in our churches, assemblies. So, Lord, lead us to those who can show us the way in which you want us to go, that we will have now real, true shepherds committed to the truth and to teach the truth and not be afraid of public opinion, but only speak in boldness of faith and under the anointing of the Holy Spirit in this hour. Father, in this hour, through your Holy Spirit, we are seeing a new golden vision of reformation of your people to walk as your Son, Jesus the Christ, has shown us, to heal the sick, bind the wounds of those who have been harmed and abused, to set the captives free as we see those righteous men and women who bravely walk into the darkness of child and sex trafficking to set the captive free and bring restoration into their lives. Lord, that you will give us all boldness of faith to walk out of the safety of our bunkers and walk into the swamp around us to expose those who are evil and drive them out of their positions and to give us the strength to take their place to lead this nation and any nation into the light and the prophetic word that you have declared over us in this day. Lord, here is our heart. Cleanse it even more and dwell in us to be used to do even more as your Son told us we would do, because he has passed on to us the authority to do as he did, to destroy the works of the enemy and make this world a suitable dwelling place for you to reign and rule now and forever. Father, continue to bless and protect our President Trump and all who are one with him, especially this day, as those who are intent to worship Satan and all of the evil that they can muster against our anointed president. We stand here without fear, for we know there is no God like unto you, and that they are worshiping that which has no power and might like you, Father. Let them taste the disaster they claim over our nation, and that they be filled with chaos and confusion and darkness, and it to cry out for mercy from you, Lord, for there is no God but our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that all of these hexes, vexes, and curses are nothing but empty words and have no power to come into the kingdom of God, that the gates of hell will not prevail, and like Balaam of old, when he tried to curse Israel, he was stopped by you and only was able to bless Israel. So now, Lord, make their voices bring blessings to us, and that your holy angels who are assigned to protect America will make such an impact on these witches, warlocks, and other evil pursuers so that they will see and shake in their covens and caves and other places of activity, that they will shake as the earth opens up to swallow them, 
and put an end to this hatred and darkness. Lord, thank you for all you have planned to turn all of this into nothing, but that your light piercing the darkness and showing your glory in this hour. Light is all around us, and we will see what what we say prophetically to follow through with what the prophets have spoken, and that it will be present now at this very hour and into all the days of this year we call 2020 or 5780. Father, we are so grateful for all that is taking place in this day and that the restoration and reformation of America is among us. And we as your prayer warriors are indeed doing our part in spirit and truth. That you have inspired us to get out of the safe church and move into the world of the swamp and drain it and make new our land as you have always desired us to be. It is so. There is now no other way than the way you want us to live. Amen and hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we come before you with grateful hearts for all you are doing in our nation and around the world. Thank you for dying for our sins and setting us all free from Satan's grip. We come before you with repenting hearts of love and adoration. We grieve for the 100 million plus unborn babies aborted the last 50 years. In our hearts, Lord, we collect every tiny baby from all over America. We go down the highways and byways. We go into the sewers and into Planned Parenthood of garbage dumps where these precious souls have been discarded like refuge and lay each one at your feet as you mold every child back together with your hands. We are all silent as we gather this priceless and precious cargo. This is a huge undertaking that only the Son of God can put back together that that which we have put asunder in our grievous sins of selfishness and greed. We repent, Lord Jesus, for all the child sex trafficking that goes on underground and above ground, the molestation, drugging, drugging, torture, and offering precious souls to the enemy. Please forgive us for not acting sooner to stop this abomination. Let all those who have partaken in this evil be caught, tried, and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and be executed for the worst crimes in the history of mankind. So let the trials be on TV so the world will see what America does to child sex traffickers. Let justice, your justice, and their punishment come quickly. We decree the fear of the Lord over America, over these crimes, dear Lord. Lord Jesus, we we repent, Lord God. Sorry, one moment. Lord, we see you as the lion from the tribe of Judah as you prowl through every underground tunnel and roar as you roam, putting an end to all the child sex trafficking. And as you roar, the fire of the Holy Spirit pours forth from your mouth, burning up all the evil and purging the land from all this wickedness and setting the precious captives free. Lord, we march behind you, 
praying and moving forward constantly, putting an end to this evil. Your eyes are ablaze with righteous anger, and we move swiftly and silently except for your holy roars. We decree and we declare over America that for one week every year, America will mourn the loss of the unborn and all those child sex trafficked and raise up memorials wherever there were tunnels and abortion centers in remembrance of our failure. Let, let America put on sackcloth and ashes every year and repent. We thank you for our beloved President Donald Trump. We do not take for granted and I'm grateful for every day he is in power and under your holy authority. And Lord Jesus, we decree and declare that President Donald Trump will not have to fight to be in a second term. He will not run, walk, or even skip into this. No, he will soar like an eagle. He will soar and sail on your holy wings directly into the presidency. And all those who have come against this man of God will know that it is the living Lord Jesus that has put him into power. Lord, we repent of what has been happening in our public schools the last 50 years. We are all guilty of standing back silently as our children, grandchildren, have been forced to attend schools that have no respect for your holy word, Ten Commandments, and diabolical curriculum taught to these innocent minds. Please forgive us, dear Jesus, for our silence and you back into our public schools that every child will be raised to love you and honor you in our nation. We repent of all Hollywood sins and other evil entertainment that has wreaked havoc on our nation, youth, and children. We repent, dear Lord. We say no to all evil children's movies and adult movies. Lord, we strip Hollywood of all its power, evil, and finances. They are all being brought down. Please forgive us for all the inhumane treatment to our furry family friends, cat dogs, horses, rabbits, etc. Unspeakable acts of torture against our beloved animals. We say no to neutering on horses without pain medication. No to forcing horses to fight to the death in the Philippines. No to dog torture, Lord. And we pray for our brothers and sisters in Australia and all these fires and pray for the millions of animals that have died. We desperately need you, dear Jesus. We are all waiting. Our family Please wait in America for your return. Our lamps are lit. Thank you, Lord, for Michael Ortega, Mark Taylor, Melissa Leggett, all of our leaders, and thank you for every precious soul on these calls. Bless them all, dear Jesus, and their families. We, the remnant, cry out for you and your return. We wait and constantly watch, dear Lord, and we are forever at your beck and call. Amen. 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 Father, I agree with my brother and my sister. They're wonderful prayers. And I thank you, Lord, that you have allowed us to pray, to, to be your people that pray. Father, we repent for the hurts that have occurred in our churches and our assemblies, the sexual abuse of our precious children, the spiritual and emotional abuse. spiritual and emotional abuse that was caused by shepherds and other in, others in authority that sought after their filthy lucre that only cared about their own self, selfish needs and fleshly pleasures. And they did not feed the flock, but they taught them errors without any regard for the truth of your word. We repent for the wounds against the children, 
and the young adults and adults. We repent and turn away from the, the sin so that healing may come. We turn the sin away so that healing may come. Let your healing come and heal the broken in heart and bind up their wounds, as only you can do. It is normal for us to feel anger and bitterness and resentment for the evil they have done, not only if they have done perpetrated against an individual, but even us that hear it. We, 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 it's normal that we get a righteous indignation and a bitterness, but, but we must turn away from our anger and our bitterness and our resentment because it doesn't hurt the ones who hurt us and hurt uh the precious ones, but it only hurts our, ourselves. We must turn away from it. Help us to forgive because that is the only way to be free from what they have done. We pray for shepherds after your own heart that will guide and feed your flock in your goodness and in your mercy. We pray that you open our eyes of your people so that we can discern the, the true shepherds and the ones that are wolves and sheep's calling. And Father, we just prophesy your word over this from, from Ezekiel 34. Woe to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should the shepherds not feed the flocks? The diseased have you not strengthened. Neither have you healed that which was sick. Neither have Neither have you bound up that which was broken. Neither have you brought again that which was driven away. Neither have you sought that which was lost, but you, with force and cruelty have you ruled them. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I am against the shepherds. I am against the shepherds. I will require my flock at their hand, and I will cause them to, to cease feeding them error. And neither shall the shepherds feed themselves any more. Thank you, Lord. For I will deliver my flock from their mouths, that they may not be meat for them. For behold, thus saith the Lord, I, even I, I will search out my sheep and will seek them out. I will seek out that which was lost, and I will bring again that which was driven away. <laughs> and I will bind up. I will bind up that which was broken, and I will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong, and I will feed them with judgment. Father, we just want to thank you, Lord, for your word, that you are, you are healing this land. You are healing the hurts of, of, of the people that have been uh, uh, hurt by, by your shepherds. And, Father, we just want to thank you that you are the good shepherd. You have brought about you are the good shepherd, and you are uh, uh, bringing forth shepherds from your heart that will teach your people, that will lead your people with tenderness and kindness. Father, we thank you, Lord, you have brought judgment against these people. We thank you now there is an end to their wickedness. There is an end to what they are doing to our people. Let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, and we thank you, Lord, for your judgment. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Lord, I just want to come before you and just ask you, Lord, I raise up um, the double standard that has been set forth many people. And Lord, especially I especially want to raise up women 
who have been told by pastors to marry as children, to be given in marriage because they were told that that's what the pastor wanted, um, who have been set up for, um, that have come to the pastor and said, this is not a good, I don't want to enter into this marriage just to have the pastor say it's God's will. Um, then when the marriage falls apart to be told, you can never, you can never come back into the church, that you are irredeemable. <laughs> that women who have gone to their pastors and said, I'm being beaten, my children are being beaten, that the answer has been, you made your bed, you lie in it. I hope, Lord God, that you will take that phrase away from the godly people, Lord. <laughs> And that women and men who need help will be able to hear the truth of love that you bestow upon us. Lord, the traps of the enemy that create lies and deception that people live with their whole lives and can feel they can never get out of. Lord, please show them your good plan for their life, that you came to seek and save the lost, that your way is truth and not a trap, and that those those that use the Ten Commandments to obey your parents, to obey your pastor, will try to do just that, and have ended up in misery, Lord. Lord, I just ask that you show them your way. And many people believe that because they fall into that trap in their youth that, and that they, they wanted to be respectful or do the right thing or they felt like they didn't have the strength, Lord. I just ask that you heal them now. Lord, it says in Psalm 43 that um, I just ask that you would show that you love your people, that you are pleased with them, that the enemy will not triumph over them, that you would restore their integrity and their good name and uphold them, Lord, and that they would be set in your presence, Lord. Um, Lord, we thank you that you are a good judge. And I just want to repent for any anger, hostility that that has come about in women to hate men, to not trust men. The Lord does say that that men should be respected at the city gate. And though although it says do not be um, yoked with unbelievers, Lord, it also asks that men have a loving and giving and serving heart so much so that they would be willing to lay down their lives for their little flock, their little wife, or their children. And Lord, I repent and raise up a standard of the seeing and ask that you show me the seeing um, of good men, of their integrity and their goodness, their faithfulness. And this branches out for a lot of women that end up in continuing to either be the person they never wanted to be, saying those exact words to their children. And Lord, I ask that when the prodigal comes back, that we may never say to them that you're hopeless, 
that there's nothing for you here except the Father. The lie. Open his arms to his people. And I just pray for all the boys that were raped by priests, Lord, coming from a Catholic community, and growing up in the Catholic Church. It's just such a betrayal, Lord. And I ask, Lord, that your your will would be done in this situation, that those who need to see that that in the integrity of that situation be restored, that they would not just be put into another post somewhere else. And there are so many people crying out, Lord. And I just want to raise up these prayers and say, thank you, and I repent. And I ask that you break the chains of how this is passed down so that by our hatred and by holding it, we don't go out and find a boss that will abuse us or a situation that will abuse us. Lord, break the the inherited abuse that came through the enemy, Lord, at this moment. For you came to set free. You came to save the lost and to set the prisoner and captive free. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 What a powerful prayer. I just want to raise up all the children, the thousands of children who have been rescued from the deep tunnels, from the dumps, uh, the underground military bases that were in cages, that were MK ultras, that were pre-programmed. We pray that they will be able to be restored by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, that these children will have will be able to be restored to life and find their salvation. I just want to reap tears for that because there's so many. And so many of us have been wounded. I myself have been wounded by pastors, messianic rabbis. It doesn't make any difference what denomination. It's the people who have, don't have the true gift of the Ruach HaKodesh in their heart. So I, I, my heart goes out to you because I experienced some of that myself. And so we pray for all the people who have undergone any type of betrayal. As Michael put out in his bulletin, we just pray for restoration and healing and forgiveness. In Yeshua's mighty name. And before I close, I just want to say, uh, Shalom, Shalom, Yerushalayim. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. 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 And we need to realize who we are in Jesus. We are the light of the world. We are part of the true vine, a channel of Jesus' life. We are a friend of Jesus. Don't let any man, woman, parent, sibling, whatever, don't allow them to put you down. Because when we walk in God's path, we walk in the path that he has laid out for us individually. We are chosen and appointed by Yeshua to bear his fruit. We are slaves of righteousness. We are enslaved to Yeshua. We are his son. He is spiritually our father. We are joint heirs with Jesus, sharing his inheritance with him. We are temples of God and his spirit, and his life dwells in us. We are united in Jesus and are one spirit with him and members of Yeshua's body. We are a new creation. Don't allow people to to say, well, you did this or you did that. We are new every day. When we repent, God wipes those from a slate, and we are new. We are reconciled to God and are ministers of reconciliation. We are sons of God and one in Yeshua. We are heirs of God since we are the sons. We are saints. We are God's workmanship, born anew in Jesus to do his work. We are fellow citizens with the rest of God's family. 
We are, we are the righteous and holy. We are citizens of heaven, seated in heaven right now. We are, we are hidden with Christ in God. We are an expression of the life of Jesus because he is our life. We have been chosen by him. We are holy and we are dearly loved, sons of light, not of darkness. We are holy partakers of the heavenly calling, and we are one of God's living family being built up in Jesus as a spiritual house and we are members of a chosen race a royal priesthood a holy nation a people for God's own possession so we are aliens and strangers to this world in which we are temporary dwelling and a child of God and we will resemble Christ when he returns we are born of God, and the evil one cannot touch us. And we thank you, Father, that you love each one of us. You don't see our faults when we repent. You wipe them away, and you love us, and you are proud of us. You, enga- you engrave your, our names on your hand, and we are the apple of your eye. You love us more than a physical parent could ever love us. And help us to always remember that we can come to you in any situation, and you take us in your arms and you hold us and you wipe away our tears and you rub your fingers through our hair and you say my child I love you amen. you are loved amen thank you amen, amen. amen. I receive amen. that yo hey Yahweh I invoke your sacred name Lord I just feel the heaviness and the hurt of the pastors who have been trapped through the 501C, through their boards, their salaries, Lord. And some of them may be waking up, Lord, but I, God, I ask that you have mercy, that they remember why they were in this call. Yes. And that Maybe. they will remember that when you told Peter, feed my lambs if you love me, feed my sheep if you love me, and, Father God, I just pray for those pastors that are struggling to make the turn to have the fear of God and the love of God back into their houses and their homes. Father, I pray that you would give them courage, that you would encourage them, that there's a greater damnation for the, the, the pastors and leadership and teacher than it is for the lay, for them teaching and not doing right for the sheep and the lambs. Dear God in heaven, I know that there are pastors that are struggling to make that turn, but it is better to serve God than man, than the government, than their board, than all the things and the fear of not having bread on their table. It is time to trust you as in the days that they need to walk again where they don't need all these houses and homes, but they trusted the salaries and their income from what God would provide to the, the, the body. I pray, God, that these men wake up and women wake up and realize that this body belongs to you and that you're the head of it and you will clean up your church. I pray that you forgive them. And if anyone is trying to make that turn, Lord, that you would help them to make it that their souls will be saved through repentance of what they have led the sheep and the lambs into. I thank you, God, that you have heard us. I thank you that you're going to have mercy. I thank you that you're going to move sovereignly. 
And I thank you that the goodness of the Lord is still in the land of the living. I would have fainted if I had not seen your hand. Amen. Amen. Jesus, amen. 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 Okay, it's uh, 9.35, so we'll call our prayer time to close at this at this moment. But I want you to know that I sense that the Holy Father is so pleased with our hearts on this day of repentance and uh, seeking forgiveness and helping others, healing others, bringing his loving presence into our midst and into the lives of others. And I know he is well pleased. And so today we walk away from this time of prayer knowing that he dwells within us and that we, he has a good plan for us that we will see and feel and embrace the love that he has for us and share it with all those that he places in our heart today to share it with. I ask a special blessing over you that you walk in divine faith and divine favor throughout this day and in the days ahead because it's a time of his great anointing and it's a time of his great reformation of all that we are to be and do in this life, especially here in America, but also around the world. I pray this over you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Amen.